National Transport Podcast, episode 17. My name is Alex, and in this week's episode we'll be looking at BAE Systems and Veal Next Generation Electric Bus Propulsion System, the new CityLink Air Coaches are in service, the report on the future of the bus funding released, government proposes green number plates which allow bus lane usage, and second fire at the Diamond Dust bus premises. And as always, you can join us on Twitter at Podcast National, Facebook at National Transport Podcast, you can send us an email at nationaltransportpodcast at gmail.com, you can visit our website at bit.ly forward slash NATTP, if you have five minutes you can find our survey at bit.ly forward slash NTPQ&A, or if you really want you can donate to our Patreon at bit.ly forward slash Patreon Plus. So, let's get on with the show. BAE Systems unveils next generation electric bus propulsion system. New battery electric system will help operators decrease emissions while increasing travelling distance before a charge. BAE Systems has unveiled its next generation full battery electric power and propulsion system for buses. The Series EV system builds on BAE's experience developing and integrating electric hybrid propulsion systems but eliminates the need for combustion engines to drive the bus. Instead, it uses electric motors, controls and batteries to create a clean emission-free mode for public transportation, says BAE. Many cities are striving to get zero emissions with their bus fleets, and we are committed to supporting them with all electric solutions that meet their needs and exceed their expectations. Our Series EV system provides operators with a highly reliable and low-cost battery electric option that not only gives them more flexibility and capacity, but allows them to completely eliminate emissions on their bus fleets. BAE claims that the Series EV could use fewer, lighter and more compact components to make it easy to install and reduce the need for future maintenance. On to a slightly short story. The new CityLink air coaches are in service. Tuesday the 22nd of October saw the entry into service of the first free 14.5 metre Plaxton Panorama bodied Volvo B11 RLEs for the popular Glasgow to Edinburgh Airport City Air Service, run jointly by Scottish CityLink and West Coast Motors. Moving on, the report on the future of bus funding has been released. The Campaign for Better Transport's report on the future of bus funding has been released, which states that the annual bus funding is £400 million lower than a decade ago. The charity works across England and Wales and aims to shape the future of mobility by collaborating with national and local government, developers, employers, operators, NGOs and communities to make transport better, greener, healthier and more affordable. The report can be downloaded from the link bettertransport.org.uk forward slash read our report future bus funding. Commenting on the report, Confederation of Passenger Transport Policy Manager Alison Edwards said, We support the call for a decided long-term funding for buses to increase bus use and support the industry's commitment to only buy ultra-low to zero emissions buses from 2025. Key to increasing bus use will be measures to tackle congestion, which affects journey times, reliability and frequency of services, linking funding to targets for local authorities to improve reliability, speed and patronage of bus services would be a welcome step in the right direction. 
local authorities and operators working together in partnerships have been shown to deliver real improvement in passenger numbers. And with one in four non-bus users prepared to give bus a go, if we can provide them with more reliable journeys, there is significant potential for growth. Councillor Kim Groves, the chair of the West Yorkshire Combined Authority Transport Committee, commented, For the better transport, showing the dramatic decline in the number of services confirms the need for more government action on the way buses are organised and funded. We are committed to an economic growth that benefits everyone, and we will also signed up to the Zero Carbon City region by 2038 or sooner, and buses have been a key role to play in achieving both those objectives. Buses are vital for our local economy, doing the real heavy lifting of connecting people with jobs and opportunities, as they also provide people and communities with vital links and help with potential isolation and all the problems that go with it. And with one double-decker bus being able to replace up to 75 cars, buses also have a key role to play in combating pollution and climate change. Moving on. Government proposes green number plates which allow bus lane usage. Green cars, vans and taxis could be equipped with a green number plates under new plans to promote awareness of ultra-low emission vehicles. The special plates, which are already used in countries like Norway, Canada and China, could be available on green vehicles like electric and hydrogen cars, and are thought to be encouraged to take up among drivers. The MP Secretary of State for Transport, Grand Sharp, said last year the government published the Road to Zero strategy which sets out a, a comprehensive package of support to reach our ambition for all new cars and vans to be effectively zero emissions by 2040. We have since announced a 2050 net zero target for the UK. This puts the UK on track to end our contribution to climate change, becoming one of the first major economies to legislate for net zero emissions. Consumer awareness and acceptance of zero emission vehicles remains a crucial part of this transition, so that individuals and businesses can make confident decisions about what's right for them. As technology develops at a pace as we can prepare for mass transduction of electric vehicles, green number plates provides a simple way of cut through the complexity and raise awareness of this revolution that is taking place on our roads. Being able to differentiate vehicles based on their environmental impact will help inform road users normalise the idea of clean vehicles. From individual drivers to business fleets to cities and local authorities, the scheme provides a huge opportunity for road users of all types to engage with and show leadership on transport emissions. Green number plates have been the potential to be a powerful motivator to encourage road users to shift on cleaner vehicles. It is proposed that green number plates would be available to qualifying cars, vans, taxis and motorbikes, but that buses, coaches and HDVs would be out of scope Whilst the government is not ruling out that green number plates would be applied to heavy vehicles in the future, they present a different proposition, each with different purchasing and public perception initiatives, so are out of scope for now. The announcement that vehicles with green number plates could have access to bus lanes has sparked discontent in the bus industry, with Confederation of Passenger Transport Chief Executive Graham Bidler commenting, Electric vehicles are an important part of the UK's drive to be net zero by 2050. The bus industry is fully supportive of this ambition and is already taking action to decarbonise the UK's bus fleet. However, the suggestion that local authorities could use green number plates to allow electric cars to drive in bus lanes shows a disconnect with the re recent initiatives to put bus at the heart of the local transport network and encourage more people to take the bus. This should be the focus rather than seeking to move people from one type of car to another. 
Congestion cost the UK economy £13 billion last year and the pollution is significantly worse from vehicles stuck in traffic. If local authorities allow some cars to use bus infrastructure, which is already severely strained and in need of significant investment, we will simply increase congestion for bus passengers and drive people off the bus and back into cars for the vast majority, which are not electric. Green number plates have a role to play in helping consumers choose electric cars. They also have no role to play in allowing cars to access bus lanes, a move which will harm rather than help the UK's drive to net zero. Any requirements relating to the scheme should be emailed to greennumberplates at dft.gov.uk. And finally, the second fire at Diamond Bus Premises. The Express and Star newspaper has reported that a second fire occurred at a Diamond Bus Premises in Tiffdale, West Midlands, in the early hours of Tuesday the 22nd of October, which has left seven more vehicles damaged. This is the second in re time in recent months that a Diamond Depot has been targeted. Damaged vehicles are reported to have been stored and are not currently in use, meaning there was no direct effect on bus services as a result of the fire. Spokeswoman for Diamond Bus Sue Welding told the newspaper, We can confirm that a fire occurred in our Diamond Bus Depot located at Johns Lane in Tiffdale around 100 hours this morning. At this time, it is difficult to confirm whether seven or eight vehicles have been affected due to the extent of the damage. The same site has suffered from an arson attack in a matter of weeks ago where a number of other vehicles were also damaged. We will be working with the authorities to establish if CCTV is available to assist identifying the cause of this latest accident. The company has re repaired damaged fencing after a previous attack was in the process of improving security, it said. A spokesperson for West Midlands Fire Service said the cause of the fire is as yet unknown. And that's all we have time for this week. So as always, you can join us on Twitter at Podcast National, Facebook at National Transport Podcast, you can email us at nationaltransportpodcast.gmail.com, you can visit the website at bit.ly forward slash NATTP, you can fill out the survey at bit.ly forward slash NTP Q&A, or you can donate to our Patreon at bit.ly forward slash Patreon.